welcome to another episode of Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course, the music. It's been a big week. Last Friday, I announced the launch of the Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion Patreon. Thank you to everyone who has helped spread the word or pledged support. I'm really working to grow the podcast to the next level. So what does the next level mean exactly? I'm aiming to take on more projects like launch a zine, host some local live recordings, sponsor events, and invest in the pod itself by paying for the web and podcast hosting fees to like Podbean, Squarespace, um, I use Zoom to record all of my audio. Um, but your support is so crucial and it means the world to me. That's why the website content, the podcast itself, and any materials I make with the podcast will always be free. We're building a community together, and whether you're pledging or just sharing what I do with your friends, together, we're making a difference. We're sharing important voices in independent music by putting them on this platform and sharing them with others. So thank you for your support and for just being here. I feel like I found so many friendships that have given me opportunities of a lifetime all because of this pod. And you can find us on Patreon. It's just patreon.com slash angrygirlmusic. If you want to hear my thoughts and um, process and, of course, visit the Patreon page on the website, feel free to do so, angrygirlmusic.com. Um, and, yeah, thanks again for everything. Speaking of friendships and new opportunities, let's move into this week's guests. Brooke and Katie joined the band Pullover because of their friendships with their bandmates, and it's opened them up to new adventures in touring and writing music together. Pullover just put out a brilliant record, Forever, and both Katie and Brooke joined to talk about songwriting, playing together, how each of them have shaped their band's incredible sound, how each of them contribute, and so much more. So with that, let's hear some more Pullover and then dig into the interview.
angry girl music of the indie rock persuasion how's your sunday going it's going so well thank you so much for having us yeah thanks for joining I am super stoked to talk to you both. I've been jamming a lot on this new pullover record. So congrats on it. It's amazing. Thank you. Um, thank you so much. We're so excited about it. Yeah. Um, before we dig into the record itself, I always like to learn a little bit more about the people who, are, who made it, of course. Um, Brooke, Katie, how did you each first kind of get involved in music? I've been playing music since I was a kid. And that, but I never thought I would play bass. And then when I moved to Charlotte, I started playing bass. So, but I don't know. I've always if said that if I didn't have music, I feel like I wouldn't even be alive. So <laughs> I live it. Katie, where did you start playing music with? Was it a different instrument? Uh, I started piano when I was eight. And then I played guitar in high school. And then drums, then banjo, and then bass. Wow. So you played all kinds of stuff. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love hearing that. What about you, Brooke? Um, well, I started singing actually uh, when I was really young. I always have loved to sing. Um, and as I got older, I started um, taking lessons in opera. So I'm, I'm classically trained in opera. Um, but I've always, I've always messed around with piano. I didn't, I didn't really pick up piano um, or sense up until about two years ago, like I've always just messed around like red sheet music, but never really dove into it up until a couple of years ago. Um, just cause singing's always been, it's been my forte. It's been my, my passion. Um, but same with Katie. I feel like if I didn't have music, I wouldn't be alive. <laughs> it's yeah. Big staple in my life. That's so awesome. I love to hear that. Were there any like artists or musicians that were really influencing you as you were learning to play and kind of kept you motivated? Uh, learning, learning to play keys. Um, oh gosh, so many instrumentalists. I, I really love 80s, uh, like 80s new wave bands. Um, but then I also love late 80s, like 90s shoegaze and dream pop. Um, and then I love dream pop music of today as well. Like I play the same uh, keyboard as Victoria Legrand from Beach House. I love her. Um, <laughs> I love, I love uh, women in music. I love women that play keys, uh, women as, as front, front people. And I find that that uh, gives me a lot of inspiration in itself. I love that so much. Um, what about you, Katie? Um. <laughs> I like so much, so many different genres that it's like hard for me to pinpoint one that I like get motivation to make music from. So I don't know. I love eighties music like Brooke. So that's probably the main thing. Also I like garage rock though. So. <laughs> that's so awesome. I feel like um, there's a lot of that. It feels like collected in a lot of uh the newer pullover and stuff. I think that's interesting that you kind of mentioned that those are kind of like the sort of sounds that you two gravitate toward. Oh, for sure. I feel like that's something super cool. Like when I joined this band, uh, we all have very similar music tastes. Like we're all, we've all been, um, you know, able to give each other different bands. Um, and we've, I think all been influenced by different bands, but then we all have like this mutual, mutual love and respect for, quite a bit of the same music and I think that's pretty neat 
I love that. Um, how did you both each kind of come to join Pullover? Katie was first. <laughs> yeah, I actually joined, we'll see, it used to be called Melt. Mm-hmm. And then Phil asked me to join the band. I think it was like three years ago, two years ago. How long have you been on the band, Brooke? A year? <laughs> I don't have any concept uh, of time. Like, a, <laughs> yeah, oh, well, over a year. Um, so probably like, like a two year and a half. Years yeah, I think me. that's right. But I've known Phil for a really long time, so I've always wanted to be in a band with him. So, what was it about, like, Phil and at the time Melt that made you decide, like, I wanted to work on this project? I just, I don't know. I just love, he's really good at coming up with stuff, and I liked him whenever he was in surfs, and I just felt like we could make good music together, and we can. (laughs) (laughs) That's so true, actually. (laughs) I really like the sounds that you're putting together as a band, that's for sure. Um, Brooke, how'd you come to join Pullover? Yeah, so... um... I've known Phil for a few, like quite a few years. He was good friends in high school with my husband. And um, that's kind of how I began to know Phil. And then I became very close with his wife, Shirley. And um, I remember one night we were having a party at my house, like outside by a bonfire. And uh, Phil was talking about how he really wanted to get like a keys synth player. And I was like, hey, I could do it. (laughs) And he's like, wait, really? Like, that would be so cool. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, to be able to play music with with these people, it it was like, this is super cool and kind of intimidating as well because... Um, I mean, everybody in this band is just such a gentle soul, but they're all very talented. And so actually like being, I don't know, being an option uh, (laughs) was like a huge deal for me. And I was like, this is so cool. And then it really happened and I got to join and um, yeah, it all started from a party in the backyard. (laughs) Thank goodness. Backyard party. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's so awesome. I love hearing that. Um, So like, Katie, you've been around then since um, Repossession Blues then, right? I actually played the album release show for that, but that was my first show with them. I didn't write, help write those songs though, but I had to learn them all (laughs) to play at that show. (laughs) That's amazing. What do you, um, so maybe from your your experience, because you've been with the band through these kind of like sound changes and stuff because repossession blues definitely has more of that um more garage rock sound to it and stuff and forever is so different in a way that it kind of just plays with sounds differently um what are some of the changes that you kind of saw from your perspective like as the band kind of developed well a lot of times when I play bass I'll use like a chorus pedal Mm -hmm. and I play more I don't know sort of like guitar sounds like more tenor sounds than bass sounds and I feel like that contributed to the change in sound a little bit. Instead of it being more deep, it was, I don't know, more dreamy, I guess. I love more that. Shoe, more like shoegaze, for sure. I actually got really excited about that from, like, the opening of the record all the way up to, like, um, when I first heard her single for Dream Away and stuff, just the way that, like, um, just the bass enters every song just feels like a very strong voice to the music. So I wanted to make sure I complimented you on that because that's, a standout to me yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree. God, I agree with that too. I love Katie's baselines for sure. Yeah. It just kind of like yeah. puts this new like structure to the newer music and stuff that just makes it stand out all the more. So just wanted to congratulate you on that. Cause I'm like, uh, that was one of the things that was just immediately had me hooked. I'm a sucker for a good bass. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I feel like a lot of people don't always hear it mm-hmm. unless you're listening for it. So it felt cool to me to be able to start the song. So then people will know that I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> they will not forget you. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome, though. And, like, um, was it more so just your approach to songwriting that kind of, like, pushed your your sound at that point to kind of a little bit more the forefront in the music? Yeah, I guess so. Like, I've never – I don't like – I know this is bad. I don't like to play same, like, boring bass lines. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not a great thing to do, but I don't know. I don't know why. I just want things to be more complicated. <laughs> but in a fun way I guess yeah because then it's like it makes a more complex listen to the ear for sure yeah, yeah. I love hearing that that's so awesome um and so you kind of use the words kind of like a little bit more of like the shoegaze and dream pop to kind of describe what you're doing now with like forever and stuff but um how would you kind of describe like pullover sound now oh I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to describe a sound. I'm not sure. Brooke, you do better than I do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely think that um, what was previously mentioned, how the, the last album has changed or was different compared to this new album. Like, Forever is has such a, a, new, a new sound to it. Um, I mean, I would consider us to be pretty shoegazy dream pop but then some of our stuff's like heavier and katie i know you love that like bassy like sludge sound and yeah um but i don't know i mean i'd think that our our music would fit that genre that kind of dream pop uh shoegazy genre for sure i think too like adding the synth and kind of helped with that um just to have like those droney notes and uh yeah i guess i don't know kind of a, it's an it's interesting like reading what people write about us like since we've had this new album come out and everybody's just got like a different description of genre for us and i like that i think it's neat because uh it's like open to interpretation you know you can come up with what you want what you feel <laughs> what you feel it is Right. I feel like that makes it more fun as like a listener in that way. It's like, I feel like music is always subjective, but like, yeah. I think it's even more special whenever as a musician, you kind of get to see how subjective it is and like the way that the different sounds that you experimented with, the way that they're being interpreted by different people. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Like don't, don't put it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always like to ask like the musicians themselves, like, how do you describe yourself? Because I, I, don't ever assume that I'll get it right or like, you know, I'm the only right way of thinking about it for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, so can you kind of walk me through a bit of the songwriting process that you as a band had for putting together forever? Oh, a lot of times like it's some of the songs started out as a jam and then some of the songs Phil wrote on his own and then we just added to it Mm 
it really just depends. It's never like one way that we do things. I feel like, um, like Rod, for example, started out as a jam between me and Nick. And then like everyone came in and started writing their own parts to it. Yeah. Yeah. I think like for me, it was really interesting when I came into the band, I think there were like six songs, like, they were completely written but at that point like I'm coming in and then just kind of had to I had to come up with my own sense keys parts for the songs and it's like you know I I didn't want to change the feel of the song or change the sound I just kind of wanted to like elevate the sound and add some sparkly notes to it you know and so um that was really interesting coming in and doing that and then and I enjoyed it and I really enjoyed that. And then I really have enjoyed being a part of like building a song from the beginning, like from the ground up with everybody and, um, you know, seeing like how we strategize new parts and, um, it's neat. It's been an, it's been interesting for sure. I like hearing that. And I like hearing that like a lot of the songs kind of like some of them can come from like just, jamming and stuff and then from there you can kind of transform it or like add your add your voice to stuff that's there um mm-hmm. how, how, how do each of you kind of feel like you've put your own like voice and sound into pullover and maybe like what's something that you've brought to the project that you're really proud of mm. um well for me um i've really enjoyed finding uh, like cool synth patches and just messing around with with different sounds um, and then just how, however I can make a song sound more dreamy you know because that's my favorite um, I don't know that's always my goal is never to like you know to like stick out per se but just like add add some kind of like shimmer you know I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, fun. <laughs> I feel like um I'm proud that I've developed over the years playing bass um kind of like the sound that I wanted to make like my own tone like it's pretty unique and the bass I play I play a Dan Electro short scale bass. And everyone always compliments on, like, the way my bass sounds. And so I'm glad I found something that I love, too. It's nice. Yeah, your your bass does sound good. It's, like, a very unique sound, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something that stood out to me. It's, like, uh, yeah, I don't really know how to describe it because it has just, like, this depth to it. I don't know if it's the guitar itself or, like, what you're doing to it it's it's freaking working (laughs) awesome Mm -hmm. yeah it's like grump crumbly bass i love it (laughs) (laughs) that's a great way to describe it actually i love that grumbly (laughs) (laughs) there's so many like great songs on this record too like i had the pleasure of premiering dream away for uh the alternative and it was so much fun for me to listen to that song again and again really absorb it and um, it feels like this record was just probably so much fun for you all to make too. What was that process like? 
Oh gosh, that was so much fun. Dream Away is a favorite of mine. Yeah. I can't help but like dance when I'm like playing a, yeah. playing it on stage. I'm like, <laughs> this got to move. And then everybody like looking at people in the audience, they're always like dancing and it's fun. it is such a fun song. <laughs> it's a 90s prom song. <laughs> For oh my sure. gosh, you're right. That's like, yeah, that's like a big thing, I think, with Pullover and with this album. Like, we talk about 90s rom-coms, like, all the time. And I feel like so many of our songs could fit into, like, rom-coms, you know? <laughs> oh, my gosh, you're right. Like, every, like, honestly, it would fit in great with any one of those 90s rom-coms. That's, like, wow, that's, that's accurate and it's true and it's beautiful. Like, at the end of the movie when the boy and the girl lock eyes across the dance floor. And then they realized that they were in love all along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then yeah. Dream Away just starts playing. <laughs> yeah. And then and there's some kind of slow motion. credits. Yeah, run credits. Yeah, like slow motion, romantic drama. Like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. It. It's so good. And honestly, it's like um, there is like a romantic vibe throughout some of the record. Was that something that was kind of intentional? Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I mean, for me, I find I find that there's always some kind of like romance in music and playing music. Mm. You know? Um I just want to make people yeah. cry. <laughs> yeah. And that's so funny, Kate, because yeah, I know, like we've talked about that. We just want to make people cry. Are you excited <laughs> to play this new song on stage tonight? Hopefully we'll make somebody cry. <laughs> <laughs> then you I mean, won. <laughs> I felt like I was getting kind of close there with uh with falling apart and actually um Katie's song. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. yeah. I love Katie's song. It's beautiful. <laughs> yep. Just like Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I noticed there was the track on the record Katie's song. So, can you talk a little about that? I wrote the first part of that like the first part of that baseline and then I brought it to practice and then we took it into a song and I think I'm pretty sure I made up the chord progression that we go into too at the end oh, and wow. so we always referred to it as my song because I wrote the structure for it and then Phil was like we're just gonna keep it like Katie's song and I was like that's so cool <laughs> <laughs> how does that feel to have your name on it <laughs> yeah because we actually had a song called Nick's song too but that one got changed <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's Sign true. It. Have your name on it. <laughs> uh-huh. You have to be super special to have your name put on it <laughs> and have it kept there. <laughs> I love yeah, that so good. much. <laughs> Katie's song's great. I feel like it was so perfectly placed too, as being an end, mm-hmm. you know, a wrap up of the album. Um, it's just it's epic. <laughs> yeah, the end. I love it. Love yeah, this it. gives me chills. There were a few times where we were in the studio, like tearing up while we were recording these songs and then like listening to them, like after we've recorded the whole song, like all sitting down and just listening to the the finished product and just like looking at each other and like tearing up a little bit and just like (laughs) I get goosebumps. (laughs) Yeah. That's amazing. I I think it helps that we're all so close to like good buddies. Oh, I'm sure. And like, you know, I'm sure the emotions are heightened too. Cause you like, you're recording over like two days at Archer Avenue. That's impressive. Yeah. We oh. were there for a, while, a couple of different times too. 
Oh yeah. Yeah, we went. No, we yeah, we definitely had. I don't know how many days we had in the studio. Um, do you remember, Katie? I'm not sure. No, it was two days for drums and bass only, yeah. and then a couple more days for everything else too. I feel like it was like six days or something, maybe more. It might have been more, like six. Because we were doing it in two day intervals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was great. Phil would Phil would always just be like. Oh, I've got, you know, I've got this idea for this song and I want to add this to this song. And he's just got his notebook and, and uh, <laughs> Alex too had spreadsheet. his notebook. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't want to forget, forget to add the things that they wanted to add last minute. It was it's quite the process. Worth I'm it. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Was there anything that was like particularly fun that you got to like experiment with on this record? Oh my gosh. Oh, um, so Phil played the sub fatty, the Moog sub fatty. And that instrument is so much fun to play with. Like it is so cool. It just gives you these like super deep bass notes and adds this like roundness and fullness to the song. Um, so that was super fun. And this studio, Kenny, um, at Archer Avenue, he has got some really cool instruments in that studio. Um, but I think the sub fatty was like one of the fun, fun little highlights. And then the, um, there was also this like, Katie, do you remember the name of the tape? It's like the, the reel of, of tape that spins around in that box. I don't think I was falling apart. I don't think I was there for that. I can't remember what that thing was called, but it was, that was another Mm. really interesting thing that we used to create just some like depth and, and cool sounds to recycled. Um, yeah. Those are the things that stuck out to me. <laughs> yeah. When I recorded bass for that, it was pretty straightforward. So I didn't play around with much, <laughs> but it was cool. Like being there and watching everybody else do stuff to add mm-hmm. to the sound. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so do you have any favorite songs on the record that like maybe you just have a blast playing or um rod is my favorite song for sure yeah Mm -hmm. yes that's one that every time we play it live it gives me goosebumps every single time oh that's special i love it (laughs) it is great and it's fun to play yeah there's like a lot of dynamic in that in that song Mm Because it starts off like you just started off, and Mm -hmm. then it just like opens up into this like big, loud music, and then it's like quiet again. So there's like all these really cool dynamics that happen throughout that song that I think help create like the goosebumps. And and then you bring it back around to the, or I bring it back around to the original chords, and every time I'm just like, yeah, Yeah, sounds good. Can we can we play that one again? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome i love it whenever there's that kind of like energy about it where it's just like just the dynamics like what you're describing that's that's amazing <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah dynamics <laughs> yeah. i love i love to play ride too i think that one's really fun but I, like i was saying earlier dream away mm-hmm. that one just got me like all kinds of happy on stage playing that and then seeing people dance to it and oh I just I love it. That's perfect. I love that. And I love that whenever a song's yeah, got we're that. We're working kind of on a, a few new songs right now. 
Ooh, that's exciting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Katie, Katie started like a, ba- a baseline for this one new piece or song that we're working on. It's, we just have like bits and pieces of it, but um, I feel like we're well, like the doodle, the doodle, the doodle, the doodle, <laughs> doodle. <laughs> doodle. Katie Seasonal song. Impression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Katie song number two. Yes, there's going to be a sequel. <laughs> it actually sounds a lot like Ron, so it's funny. I feel like it could be a sequel to Ron. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I like hearing that. I like it whenever you can kind of start to tie songs together in that way. So that'll be fun for me as a listener to eventually get to explore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. Um. So what are some things maybe you feel you've learned about yourself, like as a musician working on forever and getting ready to put that out? Brooke. <laughs> you, want me, you want me to go first? Okay. You go um, first. Sure. Um, well, this has been such a new experience for me, the whole thing, the whole being in a band, because um, I've always just, I've sang classical music, have it be like in choirs, in opera. Um, I've, I've always sang that kind of music and I've, I've never been in a band. So it's been, it's been quite an interesting just overall experience for me. Um, learning this instrument or learning, learning how to play a synth, um, learning how to make my sound not stick out, but, but really mix in with the band. Mm-hmm. Um, and then playing live and getting your, your volume levels, uh, correct. And, um, it's, it's, it's been quite a ride actually. That's <laughs> so awesome. If you will. <laughs> yeah. As far as recording goes, I have always hated to record cause I get so anxious about it. But this time it, it just it was really smooth to be honest. So that was really nice. Cause I was worried oh. it wouldn't be. <laughs> oh, was the question about learning or what did we learn while we were recording? <laughs> Not necessarily. I think she just okay. meant like making the album. Yeah, making yeah, the making album albums. in general. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's it's just all been new to me. It's <laughs> quite an experience. <laughs> That's awesome. I've never, I don't feel like I've, well, I've never recorded a full album before in my life. It's mm. always been EPs, so that was really rewarding, I feel like, as well. Yeah, because you have quite a few songs on here that you, that you all really worked on in that way, though, because it's like, it's 10 songs, it's you know, a decent amount of time that you have on there. It's a 43 minute long release and that's like substantial and it goes to show how much work y'all put in and how much you fleshed it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud. (laughs) (laughs) I think you definitely definitely should be. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And everybody had their own part in there and ideas everybody's and and it's nice to be in a band with people who are all just we're all open to each other's ideas and um it's it's been a very positive experience too a lot of hard work but it's been very positive just um being with a group of people who we were all there for for the same reason and we're all um all there you know to help out 
give our give our own feedback to, um, on songs and um yeah i don't know it's got a piece of us all <laughs> <laughs> it does it does yeah it really does oh, so that's that's crucial though because it's like when you're in a band and you really got to have that collaboration going and like um the fact that you each get to put your own kind of like pieces into place like that it's it's huge and it's really special mm -hmm. yeah definitely it is it yeah it's been some this has been something i will never forget i i can't imagine how i could ever forget the experience of creating an album with these people and learning uh learning from the people everybody in this band like yeah something like i don't know it's not something you can buy you know <laughs> right and like i think the cool part is like how you're saying about how like you learn so much from each other would you say that's like one of the standout parts of this experience for you is just being able to kind of like learn from each other and put these pieces together. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, and it's really neat because like when I started the band, they were, they were all already, you know, close friends. They kind of knew each other's um, like process with writing and coming up with ideas. So I was, you know, very new coming into that and just like learning, learning from everybody, learning the process um, and kind of like becoming a part of this band was just like, was huge for me. Mm. Um, yeah, I've learned more in the past couple of years than I have like ever with, with music just because it's such a different experience. Right. Cause it's like, you really have to collaborate and you have to work closely and, um, mm -hmm. share a lot. It seems like whenever it's like, whether it's you're jamming together or you're kind of like learning from each other's just approaches to music and stuff. That's, that's important. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. Very important. Yeah. We're like a family. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really, it's true though. It's very true. What's your favorite part about being in that family for each of you? Brooke. Okay. <laughs> Did you say what's the uh, favorite part? Yeah. And if it's each other, I think that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Brooke literally said each other's names. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. No, we, we, have feel, a lot, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> we, we really do. And I Sometimes too much fun. <laughs> I've loved getting closer with Katie since we've been in the band. I think it's been so great. That was one of the things I was very excited about joining Pullover because I had seen them live. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I know them and I was like, oh my gosh, joining Pullover and I get to be in the band with Katie. Like oh. <laughs> another, another female. And, uh, and then we became like super close. And we discover we're both new metal queens. Yes, we are. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and death tones. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're always wanting to make some like not as Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like fun. I'm so glad you both are able to get closer and we're able to like find these things like being new metal queens. It's pretty awesome. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Um so I'm kind of wondering, you both have put so much work into, into forever and the record's about to come out. I'm kind of wondering what's something you really want your listeners to get out of this record from your perspectives? Tears. 
cry. Y'all better cry. People cry. I better see people's <laughs> skin tingling, and they better be crying. <laughs> for, for me, I mean, I just I hope people love music. I hope people feel inspired to maybe write their own music, or um, I don't know. I don't know. All I can hope is people enjoy it and want to listen to it. Want to come to our album release on February seventh at Snug Harbor? Name drop. <laughs> I want to be a rock people. star. <laughs> rock star status as pullover. I, I just want to be a rock star. <laughs> I could see it, honestly. I love it. Um, so that kind of actually leads into a little bit of my next question here. Um, if you could play a show with any three artists or bands. They can be currently active or you can bring them back from the dead. Who would it be? Mm. You can each pick three, by oh, the way. my Lord. <laughs> I know. That's hard. Um, wow, that's so hard. Because, like, I know Katie and I both, we listen to so many different genres of music. Like, there's I so know. I'd be, like, <laughs> 90s country and <laughs> 80s heavy metal. Uh, so bands that we could play with. Oh my goodness. Would it have to fit our genre though? I wonder. Probably. Whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever I want. Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard question. I know. I mean, if it's, if it's like close to, if it had to be bands close to our genre, um, that I would be like super starstruck to play with probably like my bloody Valentine. That's what I was going to say. Or yeah. Or like, um, I want to play with Gary Newman, but old Gary Gary Newman. Newman. (laughs) (laughs) Gary Newman before nine inch nails. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, gosh, I don't know. Um, you got any more, Katie? That's just like such a, it's a wonderful question. It's just hard. It's something I feel like I might have more time to think <laughs> yeah, about. It's like, what's, yeah. Um, Let's play with someone silly. Let's bring Nirvana back from the dead. <laughs> Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Play with Leonard Skinner. <laughs> It'd be cool to play with some like new wave groups though too. Uh, like yeah. the psychedelic furs. Oh, they're so old now. If oh, we could have yeah. them in their prime. <laughs> yeah. You can time travel. <laughs> yeah, time travel. Or like uh, Susie and the Banshees. That'd be pretty cool. I want to play with Oingo Boingo just so I can see Danny Elfman. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it is prime, though. <laughs> yep, not now. For a while. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, let's play with Queen. <laughs> It, it's it is all over the board. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the most You've named like twenty about. bands. <laughs> I know. But then yeah, because I mean, there's the new or um, like new metal bands too. You know, like we love Deftones, and <laughs> if we don't play with Corn, I'm I'm leaving the band. <laughs> <laughs> that's an awesome. That's an awesome uh, goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If we don't play with corn, we're done. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. I thought y'all wanted to be big and famous and play with corn. Corn big. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my gosh. Your answers are so fun, and I love it. This is so good. 
Oh my gosh. I love it. These are, this is great. Um, well, those are all really fun answers for sure. And I'm kind of wondering then, cause it's like, we're in a new year. There's tons of time ahead and really awesome things that'll probably come with your album release, but what else do you have kind of going on going into uh, 2020? What are you looking forward to? Mm. In our personal lives <laughs> or in our <laughs> music lives? <laughs> if you want to share your personal lives, that's welcome. Um, I was <laughs> curious about uh, about the your music. music lives, but you are more than welcome to yeah. share personal stuff too. <laughs> I think we're trying to write more for sure. We actually recorded a single that we can't release for forever, which sucks because it's really, it's really good. Yeah. And I'm excited to put that out on No Brookas too. That's my, <laughs> it's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. We yeah. have to wait. I know. But yeah, we're, we're it's just called writing. Sentimental Song, so it's good. be on the lookout Look for out that for one. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be waiting for it after the album release cycle's done. It'll be like, okay, here comes this new song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know that we're, yeah, but with, uh, we're definitely just like focusing on writing new music. And then I know this year we're, we're going on a tour, you know, at the end of February, but then, um, we do have some goals and, and playing other cities for the rest of the year too. I don't, I don't know if there's like an exact number that we talked about, but I think we're going to try to spend some time just like playing some out of town shows just to promote the album. And it's always fun. The, the last or the only tour we've done together, um, was in May, was it in May, Katie? I think was it, was I like it was like a warm outside. Yeah, and Sounds right. it was five days, and we took Nick's uh, van. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we took his van, and we had like a bag up on top of the roof. <laughs> that almost our, uh, blew off. It. it almost blew off on the interstate. Still in Charlotte, like. And uh, we're going to do that again. <laughs> we're going to tie the bag down better. We're going to just tie it down better. <laughs> the same van. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm sure we'll do that for for every show that we decide to play out of town. Just take the van. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun being cooped up in the van. <laughs> <laughs> All fighting over music. Oh my gosh, I just now realized we're going to drive to Texas in the van. Yes, we are. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> so the van part maybe is uh, the less enthusiastic part of tour, but uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> do you have any stops that you're looking forward to? It looks like you're going all over the South. Oh my gosh, I'm excited. I've never um, been anywhere, so I'm excited too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're going to so many great places. Like uh, my family is from New Orleans. And so I'm very excited that we're playing in New Orleans. And then, um, and I'm very excited for Austin as well. Um, I don't know. It's like, they're all really good stops. I'm looking forward to all of it. Yeah. It all looks amazing. I'm excited for you for sure. Oh yeah. I'll have really good DIY, DIY scenes too, because like Birmingham's really great from what I hear, and mm-hmm. same goes for like uh, Memphis and everything. So that's awesome. Oh yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that and like see what the local bands are about, and um, you know what kind of music that they have, and just like what their scenes are like. Um, very excited for that. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for y'all to get on the road. Hopefully 
not too much uh, fighting over music in the in the van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm in control of the aux, no worries. <laughs> you know, I'm the aux hog. <laughs> Katie's like, oh, your song played for 20 seconds. Moving on. <laughs> and then I'll put in my headphones and not listen to anybody's music. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you picky. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, I hope you'll have a great time on tour. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, where can everybody keep up with Pullover on the Internet? Oh, we are on, we're on a, a lot of different sites. Um, our Instagram is Pullover, at Pullover with five R's. <laughs> and then, yeah, we're on Facebook as well. Um, you can stream us on any, any platform, I think. Spotify, Bandcamp. Spotify, Bandcamp, yeah. Um, and uh, are we on Apple uh, Music? Yeah, yeah, we are on Apple Music. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's we're on everything at this point. Um, but the full album will be out very soon. Yeah, can't wait for that. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that we primarily use Instagram. Um, and yeah, that's a, that's the pullover with five R's. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Everybody better make sure they give you a follow and be sure that they check out Forever. It's an awesome record. You should be super proud of it and it's amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Yeah, so thanks sweet. for coming on. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for having us. It's been very nice.
heard Pullover. Thank you so much to Brooke and Katie for talking about their journey with Pullover so far and what's ahead. Be sure to check out Forever and support them if they're coming to a town near you. Also, shout out to my friends at Software Records for another incredible release. Josh and Sarah are the best. Give them a follow and support Self-Aware Records too. That's it for this week, but you can always keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Overcast, and more. Want to tell me what you think of the podcast? Leave a review on any of the apps. I'd love to hear from you. For more news, thoughts, feels, or just all the podcast episodes, please visit anchorgirlmusic.com. If you're interested in pledging your support on Patreon, please feel free to visit the website or at patreon.com slash angrygirlmusic. Every patron gets a shout out on the website and the pod and more. So thank you to the following monthly patrons, Molly, Carly, Kendra, and Sam. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, work in publicity, or book shows, this can be a space for you. Send me a link to your work and let's chat. Until next time, stay angry and see how you can collaborate and create with the people you care about. Another
like you're gonna find another feeling Feeling you can breathe in Find another demon every day I thought I'd